0: Play the fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 126. 126. So much so much always going on right even we were talking about how small the list is comparative as far as what's coming out but there's still always always stuff coming out and that's just what's on our radar and remember i always say this let us know what we've missed absolutely i always miss stuff and i'm gonna miss stuff this list is getting smaller i'm sure there's still plenty of stuff getting put out you found us now you can find our contact info and uh Uh, Give us some new music to discover. Right? (laughs) We play a lot, but there's still more to be played. Uh, Speaking of the new stuff, new stuff that has come out. Lethal Dose put out a promo, two songs, November 9th. Slap of Reality put out Gaslight Anthem on the 9th. Mainframe with Ties That Bind on the 9th. For I Am, Late Bloomers. November 11th, Self-Defense put out the single E13 on the 13th. Payday. Put out Second to None on the 14th. Lux put out New Day EP on November 14th. Paris Violence is doing a re release of En Entendant, L'Apocalypse on the 15th. Lion's Law put out Cut the Rope 7 Inch, a couple tracks uh, that's on the 15th. A couple tracks you can preview before they put out their LP in the spring. Lionheart put out the LP Valley of Death on the 15th. Uh, next up uh, the dreadnoughts into the north on the 15th 15th was a busy day left behind put out no one goes to heaven I listened to a bunch of that. That's a very good record That was the 15th more kicks. It's called the same November 15th Mastermind bad reaction on the 15th. Omaha put out four on November 18th Tio Rico's putting out shit show pony this Friday on the 22nd also on the 22nd Bellevue days is putting out It can't possibly go wrong ever 22nd has a couple more, including Blind Spot with Final Allure and Glue Ear with the Santa The Cat Burglar single. We'll be playing that next month for sure. Early next month, we'll be doing some Christmas tracks. (laughs) Jenny Wu is putting out Owner of My Heart EP on the 25th. Red Light Rebels putting out Split with Bottle Kids on the 28th. Running from Daylight with Horror, horrors, Scream All About It on the 29th. We are to play a track off that. And the Potato Pirates are putting out hymns for The Wayward on the 30th. Look at that. We uh, went through the entire list
0: and the intro song just finished playing. Right? (laughs)
1: That doesn't usually happen. Yeah, usually by the time that ends, we're halfway through the list. (laughs) Right? Indeed. So today, uh, a little quicker, a little shorter, something. Yeah. Any of those you're looking
0: forward to? Uh yeah, well, I am looking forward to that uh, Potato Pirates release. I've been uh, following them for quite some time. Right. Always, always fun. Always fun guys. Um, however, I've only seen them live once.
1: Really? Yeah, Uh-oh. I haven't seen them
0: live yet. <laughs> <laughs> they're fun. They're they're a pretty fun band to see live. Very memorable. Awesome. Uh, let's see. I am also also looking to hear that. Uh, what else is going to come out from Glue Ear? That Santa the Cat Burglar is a fun track. Right. <laughs> Remember, That's we got awesome. Taste of that. I like it. Also, what I've been listening to, I mean, I've been playing that Lion's Law 7-inch on repeat, that Cut the Rope. Those two songs are just absolutely heavy, and just a total upgrade in their sound as far as ferocity and just ruggedness goes uh, from, like, their earlier albums. Right. Like, it's a, I wouldn't say it's like a complete night and day uh, transition, but it definitely feels like it's different. That's cool. And for the best. And also uh, Tio Rico, yeah, they've been. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that album as well. I've been jamming a couple of the uh, promo tracks that that we received from them, right? And that's actually going to be the subject of my new song. Excellent. <laughs> s- well, speaking of that, let's just jump right in. What's yeah. the new track? Talk about it. We're going to be playing the song Newspeak, and Newspeak is actually taken from the novel 1984. That is the language that they speak in the novel, in the world that they live in. It's Newspeak, which is the language that is considered safe and, uh, what's the word, protected, I guess? Okay. Or, I can't think of the word right now, but acceptable. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. It's the acceptable language that you speak within that link, within their lingo. Okay. So, I thought that was a pretty interesting uh, correlation there and the lyrics as such do touch on the fact that you know every every day especially with the internet pc culture there's always more people cracking down on like oh you shouldn't say this you shouldn't say that you know we're they're trying to shrink down the vocabulary of words that we can use in social and public situations
1: right absolutely
0: <laughs> and it's a and it is a problem because it's a cracking down on one of our most basic rights which is free speech
1: absolutely you
0: know and this is just a yeah, and this is just my opinion, but I believe people to a degree should should be able to express anything that they want to, but also with the with the knowledge that it can always come back at them. Sure. So, speak wisely. There <laughs> you, <know, laughs> yeah, you go. Speak wisely, and we don't have to worry about problems like Newspeak in 1984. But with that <laughs> being said, the song it, itself is a uh, it's really hyphy. It's really it's got that kind of a it's kind of got this late 90s, early 2000s uh, Josh Ohm guitar vibe to it. You know, Josh Ohm from Queens of the Stone Age. It has this alt-rock thing to it without going too uh, too weird. It's still very much held within like a, a very rudimentary punk rock and kind of garage feel to it, which I've been getting, which I've been having a pension for these past right? few years. Me so as well. Have a, have a soft spot for it, so I was very excited to hear uh Uh, this band and their sound with how they were going for. So with that said, Tio Rico, Newspeak. Tio Rico. Oh, man, that goes hard right at the end there. Yes, it does. <laughs> That's uh, Tio Rico, new speak from the uh,
1: upcoming album, Shit Show Pony. Yep, this Friday. Yep. They're on Horn and Hoof Records. The band is Ed, Scott, and Ash. It's a three-piece. Just wow. like Nirvana. Yeah. Like... They kind of sound a little bit, like that song specifically, yeah, like just, something that you would think Nirvana might have put out.
0: Yeah, it does kind of have that late 80s Nirvana vibe to it. right? right. It's still in the garage, not quite into the label yet. Right, exactly. <laughs> also, another thing I had to point out, um, I know this is a, kind of a niche issue, but the album artwork for Tio Rico, it is so weird. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, you can see it on their band camp. It is basically just this bowl it looks and it looks like it's wearing a hairpiece. It looks like the Donald Trump of bulls. It's just, it's just got such a weird hairdo, and, and yeah, I think that's important. It kind of makes a uh, kind of sets the mood for a shit show pony. <laughs> yeah, shit show pony. It's not a pony. Sure as shit, ain't no pony, but it is a shit show. <laughs> Yeah, and it's just got this weird uh, this weird style in their album artwork, and it's a weird style in their music, so I guess it fits. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I just had to point that out because I thought it was hilarious.
1: Well, another record label that uh, I do enjoy is Stateline Records. They're out of Boston, and Mark Wind and the Unloved, it's a new release, came out November 8th. That was on Stateline. Mark Lind from Boston, also in the Ducky Boys and the Warning Shots and Sinners and Saints and other bands. So you probably have heard this voice before if you haven't heard Mark Lind and the Unloved. The album is called The Last Bastion, and this track right here is an anthem for the damned.
2: Playing rock and roll The priest stood up and said It will steal your soul
1: certainly got a very uh identifiable voice (laughs) right you know you've heard him you know i'm sure that sounds familiar the ducky boys have been around the warning shots Mm. put out stuff with just within the last maybe year or so that was good stuff too played both those bands on the show before and now we're playing mark and the unloved so again that was anthem of the anthem for the damned yeah quite a quite a fun little uh laid back number there right (laughs) Yeah, playful little guitar drones, I thought. They're putting the, the rock and roll in punk rock and roll. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how I felt. <laughs> All right, next band, new stuff, came out October 28th. It's Protected Left. They're out of Oakland. I want to thank those guys for sharing this release with me. Uh, they've been a band since 2011. They put out the album Fossil. And their music—if you're not able to tell by this—we've played them before. I played them over the summer because I was talking with them uh, while they were getting ready to put this album out. So we played some stuff from a previous release. Now we're playing stuff from the new release. This track is "Never Know," and they are uh, punk metal thrash. That's how they are described. So yeah. let's let's see if we agree with that. I'll be the deciding factor. <laughs> might never know oh
0: but i do know <laughs> and i do know they are true to those three tra- those
1: three titles right there all in one all in just in that track alone
0: yeah all just in that one track i mean it starts off uh pretty thrashy uh the vocals definitely metal you know right. there's there's no mistake in that it's got that uh it's got that anthrax feel to it where it's like very heavy speedy and thrashy but the vocals are very melodic which is what it reminded me of and yeah, right at the end, it just got into that very, very rampant, very high-velocity uh, skate punk rhythms towards the end. It was just right. like,
1: <laughs> I agree. Look at that. It's fantastic. Uh, they are as advertised. Yeah. <laughs> they passed the They passed the test. They passed. They passed my test of genrefication. <laughs> well, that's protected left. They're from Oakland. New album was fossil. Came out the twenty eighth last month, and that track, never know. Let's do some older or lesser known tracks. What do you got? Uh, what do I got
0: here? I got a
1: song from a
0: band that ended far too soon. This was a uh and I chose this one on some pretty dreary circumstances. The singer of this band uh, was taken from us five years ago on the fifteenth of this month okay. from a. Uh, from the Salt Lake hardcore scene. His name was Bradley Hancock, also known as Brad Bricks. And he went in a very tragic way. He was shot and killed outside of a venue from where his band was playing. Oh man. Yeah, it's terrible. It was a yeah, it was such a it was a shitty night. Yeah. <laughs> just to say the least. It was just so I mean tragedy was in the air. There was not a dry eye in that in that situation. And yeah, like it was just a it was just such a hard time for the hardcore scene because uh, this his band, which is what we're going to be playing here, Close Grip, was just on the rise. They had, like, a very big following, and uh, in and out of, like, uh, the Salt Lake hardcore scene, they were going from north where Ogden was and going south where the Salt Lake Valley was, kind of, like, bringing these two scenes together and, like, making a, uh, making a solid connection. Okay. And, yeah, so... Yeah, unfortunately, that that night happened. It was a it was a skirmish in a venue involving his kid brother. It moved outside, and it just escalated. Eventually, the uh, perpetrator of the crime, uh, one Quincy Lawson, he took off, and came back in his car with a gun and just open fired.
1: Oh man, that's terrible. And
0: it just resulted in his life. It was a tragedy.
1: Well, uh, a fitting song then.
0: Yeah, a fitting song. This came from their uh, 2014 demo, which was released in February of that year. It's just called Demo 2014. And the song is called Losing a Brother. So, yeah. Sorry to bring down the mood a little bit. (laughs) But I felt like it was a song I wanted to play. To anyone listening out there who knew, knew Brad Bricks and knew his band had a very personal connection anyone in the salt lake hardcore scene who knew them who is listening this is for you guys
1: his and
0: there it was (laughs) and there it went so yeah close grip they uh uh they did soldier on for a uh uh, for a handful of more shows up until like uh, a midsummer of 2015 before they played their last show uh brad hancock's uh half brother actually filled in on vocals okay yeah so he did them for a couple more shows and the last show they played was at the venue the bridge and they ended their set on that song. Awesome. <laughs> Every everybody was weeping in that room.
1: <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, pretty. It was a devastating blow. But we do move on, and yeah, my next picks throughout this uh, episode. This is kind of a loosely based theme episode, uh, just kind of based on that incident that happened five years ago, and some of the resulting art and songs that came about on it. Okay. But we will get to that in the uh, next one. But for, but for now, let's get to your older and uh, lesser-known song. <laughs> probably a lesser-known
1: band. It's called yeah. the band's called the Hussy. Started out as uh, two people, then they expanded to three. I think they might even have four now. But anyway, it's the Hussy out of Madison, Wisconsin. They're on Dirt Nap Records. This is new release. So it's September 27th of this year. But lesser known. The album's called Looming. Again on Dirt Knap Records, and we're going to play the track called Better Stuff. So here it is. We do on this show we listen to that better stuff yeah yeah we needed some better stuff kind of a bring the mood back up a little bit <laughs> right i was going to point out in case anybody's curious unless we do a specific episode like uh, todd youth episode eric and i make our picks very independent of each other and we just put it together sometimes they go well together sometimes it's a, a definitely a different theme going on yeah <laughs> that one <laughs> Did clash a little bit, <laughs> right? But there it is. There, that is the better stuff from the hussy out of Madison, Wisconsin. Let's talk about a touring band. Yeah, touring band. So
0: this band is uh, touring with a couple of other uh, more well-known metal bands. They're a band called Judiciary, a hardcore slash crossover band from Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, Texas, they've been throwing a lot of uh, curveballs at us recently, especially from Crossover. Probably right. the biggest export recently being Power Trip. And they'll be coming this year uh, in a couple weeks with High on Fire. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, But until then, Judiciary, they are now touring with uh, Gate Creeper, Necrot, and Exhumed. Nice. Yeah, so a mix of uh, Death Metal, Grindcore, and Judiciary bringing in the Crossover. So it'll be a... A very vibrant, very kind of a tossed uh, salad of metal when they come <laughs> through. <laughs> but I decided to give a Judiciary some, some love, as they are the uh, closest thing to a hardcore band on that tour. And honestly, they are a good band. You know, I'm glad that they're getting the attention they deserve, especially with a song like this one, Justice Decays, from their 2016 EP, Access of Equality. And I saw them live, it was last year, and they played at the Beehive. And they played this song, and I actually got mic time during this set. I actually went right up to the singer and started singing the lyrics to the song, and he just handed the mic to me. He's like, take over, dude. All right, you got it. (laughs) Well, here it is, Eric. Fun stuff right here.
1: Texas Chug Fest. <laughs> well, that's Judiciary. They're that? on
0: tour. Yes, they are. They are on tour with a uh, with some equally heavy bands in their own right. You got some death grind coming from Necrot, you got some uh, gory grinding mincing absolutely disgusting metal coming from Necrot again but also exhumed <laughs> <laughs> and then gate creeper and then gate creeper just this uh beautiful blend of american gore and scandinavian mellow death i was gonna play gate creeper on the uh as the metal pick for this week, but I pushed it a week because I wanted to keep the flow of this theme going. <laughs> well, there you go,
1: sneak peek into his metal pick next week. Yeah, you'll you'll see. I'll be playing a new track from their album, Deserted, which is out via Relapse Records. But that is uh, next week, folks. <laughs> well, the tour started on Halloween. They were in Austin. They've been Dallas, Houston, Tampa, Miami, Orlando, Atlanta, Lexington, Columbus, Baltimore, Philly, Brooklyn, Boston, Lancaster, Lakewood, uh, Hamtramck. I don't even know what that is. Hamtramck. I'm sorry for <laughs> everybody that lives in Ham-trampk, That I don't know where you are. But sounds like a
0: sounds like an old German settler town.
1: It's somewhere between Lakewood and then Madison, Wisconsin. That was last night. Tonight is Minneapolis. Tomorrow Chicago, 21st is Omaha, 22nd Denver, 23rd is Salt Lake City at the Urban Lounge, the 24th is in Boise, the 25th is in Bozeman, 27th in Bellingham, 28th Vancouver, 29th Seattle, 30th Portland, the 1st Arcata, 2nd is San Francisco, 3rd is Sacramento, and the 4th is Las Vegas. So there's still a lot of this tour to see. Oh, yes.
0: They definitely don't hold out when it comes to touring. They know that they want to get as much of their shit out as possible. Right. You know, well, I assume like touring and like uh, making money from merch is where a bulk of their income comes from as well.
1: I bet. Yeah, that's how most bands are
0: nowadays. Yeah. So good on them for the grinding. You know, even though they're like, yeah, especially Gate Creeper being a signed band now, very big band now. Right. They're still,
1: still out there putting the work in and not resting on their laurels. So I commend them for that. That's awesome. Yeah, Go and check those bands out. Four bands. It's a that's a good tour right there. Four solid bands. It is. Yeah, come come out to the Urban Lounge. There will still be there'll still be some seating there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do some uh, let's do some albums. What's your album? My album,
0: uh, coming back to the uh, theme, is actually a great cover to cover EP, which okay. is. Relatively easier to be greater than a great cover-to-cover album. but True. But yeah. th- I
1: think this one had at least six tracks. That's still... Yes. You know It's not like a two or three tracker.
0: Yes. So, uh, after, so after Close Grip, uh, after the demise kind of happened in the wake of uh, Brad Briggs' death, uh, all the members went in their separate directions. Uh, Josh, the guitarist, he went on to play guitar in Crow Killer, which is now doing very well. The... Uh, drummer Mike. He also ended up playing bass in Crow Killer and is now singing for the band Liars' Tongue, also based out of Salt Lake City. The, uh, their bassist. Um, spacing <laughs> on the name right now. It's got a very. It's just a basic guy name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll and call it, him Guy for now. Yeah, Go ahead. Well, Guy.
0: He's doing very well for himself, having uh gone into the realm of producing and recording and also playing drums for Michael Graves touring band. Nice. So that was a pretty that was a pretty interesting endeavor for him. But also he went to form this band Takeover. Also based out of Salt Lake City, they created this EP in June of 2015 called Sinking. And I think it is one of the harder, heavier albums to have come out in the salt lake hardcore scene in recent years definitely definitely this decade now that we're closing in on this decade i started to think what were some of the most pivotal albums that came out of my city and i think this was definitely one of them because this was fueled by a lot of anger and a lot of rage and resentment held toward the held toward the person who uh took this man who was beloved by so many and just a friend to all these people and this was one of the albums and one of the art one of the forms of art that came out in his wake and i think it speaks volumes so with that being said here's uh the first track from there called fall back down
1: first one from takeover that is the first one and
0: takeover they did
1: <laughs> you can find both of the, the this takeover ep and that close grip demo if you're looking for that stuff you can find them on bandcamp on just google and I yes google, but search for those on bandcamp and you'll find them yes you can find them
0: just type them in like slc or 801 hardcore whatever works right <laughs> yeah so next. yeah t- so yeah takeover this next one was aimed at was the song that was aimed directly at the feelings that were uh that kind of took place in a lot of people's hearts, especially uh the lead singer Ryan, who is this uh, very fitting for a band like this he is just like this about seven foot tall, just giant of a human being, <laughs> and he's just got that gravelly voice that just seems to be coming from the bottom of his belly like it's just like in there <laughs> that's awesome so it just it just fits the it just fits the style and the tenacity of the music and it just fits his image pretty much that's so. great <laughs> so anyway this uh is the title track from the ep again sinking and yeah, you know, the lyrics delve into uh delve into like uh, what a lot of people do what they what goes in their head when they are dealing with grief after the loss of a loved one it's just like what could i have done to have uh not made this happen you know that right it's always that there's always this feeling of guilt where it's just like oh i could have like done something to have made this not happen but the fact is it did and there's really nothing we can do with it except uh, deal with it and it doesn't really get easier no <laughs> so so yeah that's what this one is about sinking enjoy <laughs>
1: takeovers that winds down again the uh, ep was sinking and that's the title track sinking
0: that is by the way the uh the guy's name who i couldn't remember his name's nick
1: nick karchner well there you go (laughs) yes
0: nick nick is a name a guy would have that's a guy's name yep again like i said very basic guy name (laughs) As, as it is but whatever they're all yeah they're all gone in their separate ways each member is in their own in their own band and Very good bands, I might add, as well.
1: Well, sometimes that is a good thing. I I say that about, you know, Dropkick Murphys and then uh, Mike McColgan having left for his reasons and then Mm -hmm. coming back and you have Street Dogs. Now you have Dropkick Murphys and Street Dogs, Mm -hmm. right? Two great bands instead of just one. Yes. Sometimes, uh, you know, out of, uh, you know, when there's uh, lemons, lemonade can happen. Yes, sometimes. (laughs) All right, so out my pick is the band Nowhere Bound, also new. Uh, it is really good. Uh, it's even I, I've seen one of the reviews talking about how it comes across, even though it's 19 brand-new tracks, comes across like a greatest hits record. I mean, it's just yeah. really good. It's considered like a double LP. Again, 19 tracks. One nine. One nine on that. 19. Wow. That's a ton. <laughs> this is a five-piece out of Austin, Texas. I saw them in August when I went to Austin, Texas for the Frontline Fest. They played. They were really good. I didn't know who they were before. Uh, they were announced to fill in for a band who couldn't make it. Listened to them ahead of time. Thought, wow, they're good. some them play live, and yes, they are good. They just released this album, Morning Glory, on October 25th. I picked a couple tracks to play, mostly to kind of demonstrate the the variety of sound that this band has. So the first track is Feather Fist. Fist like a
2: Stayed in a sin on hard one with soil
0: one. I'm that, playing. That is fun, right? Yeah, such a clever title, Featherfist. <laughs> yeah. Definitely got that uh, uh, mid or early to mid '90s uh, ska core vibe to it. Definitely, right? got a, definitely an Op Ivy feel.
1: Yes. Yeah, so these guys do have a variety of sound. This other track, probably my favorite off of there, it's called "Forever Blue." Uh, they do have a great sound. The band is described as punk rock folk so but they're missing ska i know (laughs) i I picked that one for that reason because it kind of had that ska sound but not all of their tracks have that sound there they have a variety of sound and this is forever blue That's Nowhere Bound, and there's 17 more tracks on that album for you to go listen to.
0: Man, I, I see what you're getting at by saying that uh, an actual release of these guys sounds like a greatest hits. Right. Because both of those songs sounded like they were two separate areas from their discography. Right. And I was like, yeah, okay. So I see they do have a very unique style. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Yeah. So 19 tracks. Nineteen. If, they, if they sound as distinct, distinctly separate... From each other, as these two did,
1: then it should be it should make for a really great listen. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones. There's going to be you know they're not that diverse where they have 19 completely different sounding songs, but there's a lot there, and that yeah. album is Morning Glory. So go check that out. That's cool. I like it. I like the band. Uh, I was looking forward to the new release after I saw the band. I think they played a couple of the songs, and back in August they said you know the new album's coming out. Here's a track. I think they played maybe two tracks, something like that. And uh, they were great. It's a really good band. They have other music. They've been around since 2010. They're a five-piece, if you couldn't tell. Let's do some metal tracks. Let's wrap this shit up. All right.
0: So, yeah, my, uh, in parentheses, last-minute metal pick of (laughs) today, and wrapping out the kind of wayward theme of this episode is a song from a band that I was in once upon a time called Condition One. Uh, condition One formed out of the uh, uh, out of the. I don't want to say ashes because the band didn't break up, but it was like the uh, we were part of this other band called Northlander, and we had uh, one other person. It was a four piece, and he was our lead singer. Um, but he was about to become a father of two. You know, his wife was pregnant with twins, and wow. I was like, well, I had to stop doing the band thing and be a father. So that happens I as guess. as it happens. So. We so, the three of us, me uh the guitarist, and the drummer, we were just kind of left dangling like, well, what are we gonna do now? We have this uh material we're sitting on. Should we just uh soldier on as a three piece and that's what we did uh the guitarist James, he took over on vocals and he actually did very well in my opinion. I think he's a uh, yeah, I think he's got a very unique rasp to his voice and also into his uh it also melded very well with his guitar playing abilities and just the just the style that this uh, band kind of came out of. It's got this uh, this '90s hardcore vibe, but also a lot of uh, a lot of weird metal influences as well. It's not it's not really what you would think if you're thinking like metalcore, or metallic hardcore. It was definitely something different. Of course, I may be biased in this. <laughs> anyway, why I chose the I chose the uh, track Animus from. The only release we ever did, "You Are Born Evil," it was our sole EP that we released, and "Animus" was a song that was written from the anger that James was feeling towards the the man Quincy Lawson who took uh, the life of Brad Bricks. Okay, and he gets into this part in uh, in the bridge of the song right before the breakdown, where he's just like totally, <laughs> just totally starts barking. And just goes into these really primitive threats. It's like you motherfucker.
1: <laughs>
0: but you'll hear that when we uh, <clears throat> when we start playing it. it. I think it just definitely definitely captured the anger that a lot of people were feeling, and definitely what he was feeling. And that's the idea about music. Some very great art can be created in the face of adversity, and in the face of such such tragedy as right. well. So. Yeah, well, it's, uh, while I would have rather avoided the tragedy, <laughs> at least we have the art that we can
1: turn to. Right. Well, this uh, Animus, not how I wanted to spend my weekend. From condition one. <laughs> oh boy, here I go killing again. Yeah, first
2: day I'm the God. you.
1: Can save you. No new life. has a very early slipknot sound to it yeah kind of we were playing in a tuning that did
0: call for that lower end <laughs> i'm not sure if it was quite in drop b i think we were in drop c okay if i if i remember correctly anyway <laughs> but yeah that, that was me on the bass awesome if you could if you could hear it <laughs> <laughs> if, you were, if you were paying attention that was definitely me <laughs> But yeah, it was a great band, incredibly short-lived. We practiced as many times as we could, but they were based up in Ogden, and I was in Salt Lake, so I had to make the commute like once or twice, sometimes three times a week. Wow. And it definitely added up. It definitely took a toll, but I was willing to put up with a lot to uh, play in this band because, excuse me, I thought they were great. That's awesome. Definitely one of my favorite bands that I have played in. only did two shows. One in Ogden at this Elks Lodge, the Fraternal Order of the Eagles. That was our first show. And then we did one at the Beehive, playing with a uh another band. I can't remember. I think oh no, I think we were playing with Jesus Peace back okay. then. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty fun show. And we tried to get on a couple others, but circumstances got in the way and our uh James ended up moving to Arizona. Wow. Yeah, pursuing a career in a uh being a trainer for uh I know he lifts a lot of weights. I don't know what okay. the correct term is, but that's what he does now. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. So, yeah, he's moved on in other vocations. I don't know if he plays guitar anymore. I don't even think he's picked it up since. <laughs> <laughs> well, but life can get in the way. It does. You find different things to, to put yourself in. But Condition One always will be immortal, immortalized in this EP. You can also find this on Bandcamp.
1: Excellent. Well, that's a good theme. We're gonna wrap this up with my metal pick. Uh, it's Ghost. We haven't played Ghost on the show, yeah. So I thought, all right, let's play Ghost. They're one of the biggest metal bands out there at the moment. They
0: are definitely a, if not for the image alone, right? That's become. I think that's become more. Their imagery has become more famous than their music. Probably, <laughs> definitely in the same vein as like a probably this generation's Kiss. There you go. As far as as far as aesthetic is concerned and yet yeah, musically it's just not what you'd expect right <laughs> definitely not yeah i remember when i first saw i first saw the image of ghost and i was expecting like a i was expecting something closer to the likes of cradle of filth Okay. But instead, I got something closer to that of early, early Alice Cooper, like okay. late 60s, early 70s, when he was still pretty soft, but still very creepy. So <laughs> that's my take on Ghost. <laughs> so, and some people love him, some people hate him, but they definitely got a vibrant fan base, like cultish followers.
1: <laughs> Either way, I think, you know, I'm not huge into Ghost, but I really do like this track. This track is... He is off of Mel- Meliora. Meliora, there you go. Came out in yeah.
2: 2015. Yes. We're standing here. in flames to star-crossed lovers reaching out to the beast with many names of the morning star.
1: song winds down it's got another minute 15 left we're gonna wrap this show up that's ghost those guys know how to play their instruments oh yeah that's uh, that's one thing I'll always commend
0: them for is their instrumentation sets them apart from everything else right? especially in today's age of metal music
1: absolutely
0: gotta gotta appreciate them for that never not been the huge not been a huge ghost fan per se like I'm a I respect what they do and I absolutely have a lot of uh, a lot of admiration for what they've been able to accomplish and just kind of keeping that uh, theatrical vibe and metal and heavy music going even though I don't even though I don't fuck other sound too much <laughs> for
1: lack of a better term <laughs> uh, that's Ghost that's the show you can find all these bands on Instagram at Rico Band at Protected Left at Bobby Hussey and at Heather Hussey at Judiciary TXHC at underscore takeover HC at Nowhere Bound Band at the Band Ghost. The show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You
0: can find me on Instagram at scary uncle underscore Eric97. Uh, also, if you look on TakeOver's Instagram, you can see my face going. Going up in the pile-up in one of Takeover shows. Awesome. So keep an eye out for me. (laughs) You can find my band at AnonymousBandOfficial on Instagram. Uh, Let me look that up real quick. I think I gave
1: you the wrong name. (laughs) While he's doing that, you can find the show uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play Music, on Player FM, on slcpunkcast.com. Probably a myriad of other places. You found us wherever you found us, and you can also find us at those places. And... Yes. Yes.
0: At Anonymous underscore band official. Okay. That is is the Instagram handle. Uh, For Facebook, it is at Anonymous Band SLC. Awesome. And also on Facebook, I am also on there, Eric U. Norris. Feel free to shoot me a friend request. I accept pretty much everyone these days who
1: isn't a... Scam. <laughs> right? Who's not a picture uh, of some young girl who has had an account for like two days. Yes. <laughs> With only
0: one profile picture, and it's her in her underwear. And right. Like, um, no, you are
1: fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do not want this in my newsfeed. <laughs> yes. Scammers, you need a different scam. I think where everybody's on to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's a sucker born every minute, so right. that's what they're counting on. On Facebook, you can find the bands at Teo Rico Band, at Mark Lind Boston, at Protected Left. Close Grip is there, at The Hussy Knows All, at Judiciary TX, at Takeover UTHC, at Nowhere Bound, at Condition 1801. You can still find uh, some information there, including Eric's name. His name's on there. <laughs> at The Band Ghost, the show is at SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining. Eric, any final thoughts? Uh, you doing any uh, – you're doing an interview? Uh, what was it for? Is it for yes. Sagan's Youth or it is, is it for, for Yes, it slug. is for
0: Sagan's Youth. Okay. And, again, get, forgot to plug that. You can find my written work at sagansyouth.com and also at slugmad.com. I'm doing an interview tomorrow with Brad Collins, the owner and manager, more or less, of
1: Ranch Records, the infamous punk store of Salt Lake City. Well, you know, every big city is going to have one, even smaller cities, and so uh, read it. I'm sure there's uh, some similar story that you will get if you go talk to the guy that's running your punk rock record store in your city. Exactly. They all got interesting stories to
0: tell, and we're going to get ours tomorrow. So keep an eye out for that in the next uh, couple of weeks. Hopefully we'll have it out by December also got some new reviews coming in, Slug, as well. I know the Tio Rico guys asked me specifically to review their upcoming album. They did? Yes. And I'm, uh, I am considering it. Awesome. (laughs) Highly considering it. I have to listen to the rest of the album, and, uh... Put it through to
1: my editor and all that fun stuff, you know, and just, like, make sure everyone's on the same page with it. There's <laughs> a process, but if you want, you know what Eric does on the side. He does these things, so yep. you know how to get a hold of him. He just told you. Yep. If you want, my, if you want your band CD reviewed, shoot me an email,
0: eubase5 at gmail.com, and I will be happy to
1: look it over and listen to it and possibly give a write-up about it. And keep in mind, it's a multi-part process. Even if he wants to do it, he's got to have approval. Yes. So don't, don't get feelings hurt. Just know that uh, if you don't send it out, it won't get reviewed. But if you do, there's a possibility it will. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> I, will try to, I try to keep up as much as I can. I got a million and one things going on in my life, including this podcast. So I
1: try to keep up. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for joining. Get a hold of us. Let us know we missed. Let us know what should be on the next episode. And, uh, yeah, until next time, huh?